Welcome to the What's Your Weird Story podcast. Everyone has at least one good story. And some of us have stories that are just to the left of normal. We're interested in the ones that push the boundaries of what we can perceive. Stories that defy explanations. Stories with an air of mystery. Stories we might not share. For fear of being thought of differently. But don't worry. We're all friends here. So, what's What's your weird story? story? Hello, Weirdsville! It's time once again for the What's Your Weird Story podcast, your weekly podcast of true stories, wild stories, weird stories, amazing stories, incredible stories, hard-to-believe stories, spooky stories, supernatural stories, hairy stories... (coughs) You know, a retro gaming stories. I don't know what that sound was, but I'll tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't my co-host, uh, Mr. Barry Johnston, the Smiling Sensei. Hello, have you been? Uh, good, Professor, and yourself? Thank you. I forgot to introduce myself, Adam Beebe, uh, also known as the, the Professor, I guess. Um, so, uh, Barry, we've kind of, uh, behind the scenes, we've uh, been away from... Uh, from the pod for a couple of weeks, we've still, you know, released our uh, our our stories. But uh, there's some uh, in the news. You know, there's been some pretty big news going on. I suppose uh, the question is, have you been listening to the Senate hearings on the UAP UFO phenomenon? Yeah, 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 man. It's interesting to say the least. And uh, I keep saying that it's interesting that nobody really seems to care, <laughs> but. Uh, in a lot of ways, I think that may be good because um, maybe we're getting softened up to the point that we can actually absorb some of these things that are being said. And, uh, of course, they're trying to smear the guys that are coming forward and women and whoever that are coming forward, and it's a whole thing. But, um, I, I again, I mean, I'm always, question, I'm always questioning the motives behind some things, but... Um, Regardless, I think it's an interesting time for human civilization. I think it's an interesting time uh, that we have to kind of ponder these things and our ex- existence and what it is that t- it means to be alive in this weird, crazy realm that we kind of reside in. So, what about you, man? Yeah, oh yeah, I've been watching a little bit of it as well, and um, is the senators, uh, senators, yeah. Uh, Luna and uh, and Bird Chit, um, uh, which I think is a funny name because it sounds like bird shit. Um, but they but the <laughs> Democrat and a Republican working together. It's great about the biggest, you know, groundbreaking thing in the world. Yeah. So pretty yeah, awesome for across sure. the especially in you know recent years. Yep. To see two people coming together because you know they're understanding that this is bigger than everything else. Absolutely, it's it's it changes our our story a little bit. I yeah. mean, you know, I I just I was thinking about this too. Is that as crazy as it is that this is the reality of our lives? The more I sit on it, the more 
to me becomes clear that this is the absolute outcome that 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 I've always thought it could be and should be. Why not? You know, it certainly makes some things in our past, in our history on earth, make more sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I mean, if you, you know, if you want to talk about pyramids, if you want to talk about these weird things that we've always had a connection to, I think these things start to make a little more sense now in hindsight that we've got. I think another interesting thing too, man, is that if we get to Mars, uh, there are there are pictures that have been taken from Mars from the rovers and stuff that are really interesting. And I would be curious to see what the human story has in common with Mars. Were there beings there? Uh, there seemed to be some really weird um, constructed things that they've seen. Um, a lot of the pictures, they you know, there's a whole thing about, you know, they hid some pictures that were, you know, kind of um, raise a lot of questions. But I think that as we, we look into these things and we continue to, you know, we've got telescopes and these things that we're sending in to deep space um it's just going to continue to get interesting more and more interesting absolutely yeah and i agree with you the fact that basically members of our government have come out and said um yes these things are real which you know has been said before it's undeniable now um but also that you know they're not from here that we can that we're that we know of because nobody's right. got the technologies and not just the tick uh, the Tic Tac, but you know other things like what is it, spheres inside of a cube or cubes inside of spheres or yep. just very strange, uh, you know, yeah. things in the sky operating in the sky doing very bizarre things, and you know this is twenty you know like twenty years ago that they're, they're, all of this information is coming from is yeah. twenty years old, yeah. which is crazy to think yeah. about, um, you know, and basically they you know we have. You know, we have the whistleblower, and he's saying, you know, we have wreckage. We have wreckage from a lot of different places, a lot of different times. Yep. Uh, we've known about, basically, had experiences like this since back to, since like the 30s. Yep. Um, which predates Roswell. Um, you know, and and you know there are you know what what's the term that non uh, non Earth biology bi- right biologics biologics. Yep. You know, basically saying, you know, the extraterrestrial, you yeah. know, because yep. they're not of Earth. They're non-Earth biology, biologics. Yep. Uh, so, the, you know, you can, another way to say it, aliens. Right. You know, I mean. Yeah, man. And it's big. It's big news. And, you know, it's just kind of getting brushed to the side for yeah. whatever, you know, yeah, for, man. for the regular same old boring, you know stuff you know yeah i mean of course obviously there's a lot of you know there's terrible fires going on and like in hawaii and yep. there's you know all sorts of other things that are here right down on here on the surface of the earth that you know occupy us more directly because we you know we have to you know we're dealing in the small picture when it comes to those things big yep. picture big 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 picture yeah is, uh, you know, we're still kind of missing that. Right. You know? Yeah. It, so. it, it's interesting. I don't know if you saw this or not, but did you, did you see the new, um, 
ancestor to humans that were uncovered, I think in Africa somewhere, that this predates humans by a lot of years and that mm. they uh, buried their dead mm. in a spiritual way. Like Interesting. So I'm curious about that, see what they find out more about that. I think also what's interesting is is maybe that explains the missing link between us and well, and pre-humans. I think I think really what what we're arriving at now as we find more and diverse pre-human pre-homo sapiens uh, more of these groups that are offshoots of you know our our earlier ancestors I don't think there's a single missing link I think that it's the common you know that these groups and these uh, different you know hominids uh, were able to interbreed and then yeah. ultimately homo sapien our current you know uh, form us that we're the result after you know in evolution and breeding and all of that and I think that's probably where it's going to be I think that's what you know it's going to be under come to be more understood as as if there's not a single missing link you know there's not a one genetic quantum leap jump from one to the other you know it's just been this series of things which honestly only you know goes to uh, you know underlying uh, you know or the the you know the the truthfulness of evolution, um, where beings and creatures evolve through time, and you know we, yeah. we we and it's the and it's true. Now, you can go back and you can say that you know um, if, that you know God or some you know started it because I know a lot of people that don't believe in evolution. They believe that God made Adam and Eve, and then that started off all of this. Um, and you know that's fine if you want to believe that, but you also have to understand, you know, and agree that there are things, you know, that potentially this Adam and Eve were just, you know, two particular hominids that started the line. Maybe they were the yeah, two that were the first that created the first Homo sapiens. Yeah, th- that know? was always Maybe that's what it is. That was always uh, that was always difficult for me to understand to, to swallow yeah. that uh, idea, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's really interesting. It certainly is. It opens up a lot of questions, and it opens up. I remember um, a gentleman saying that was he's affili- affiliated with Tom DeLonge uh, last year was saying that we're going to find things out this year that's going to absolutely change our whole thinking pattern as far as what the human species is and where we belong in the chain of life. Um it's fascinating. I'm also holding ho- holding out hope for the technologies that we might be able to uncover with with hearing from Dr. Greer about his his ideas of why this information needs to come out because we can, you know, potentially use this stuff as a uh, real jumping off point to help people and uh, yes. you know, help the energy crisis, help uh, poverty help all these things that we're having issues with as human beings. I was yeah. holding out for the superconductor. I don't know if you saw that, but that was like in the news a couple of weeks ago in Korea. Some scientists were saying that they, they came up with a superconductor. Turns out that it was bunk. Um, they weren't able to, um, to reproduce what they were claiming. Mm. But I think that if we can get technology like that, 
get the was it the fusion or the fission thing that the, we'd figured out here. We we could really do some amazing things, and uh, that's what I'm holding out hope for. Mm. Until then, we've got to keep our pedal to the metal and get the good people that listen to What's Your Weird Story, the good, juicy stories, and we got one today. Oh, yes. We have got one of our guests today, Bernadette. Uh, she brings it, man. And uh, she is just full of amazing stories. Um, and she's going to be a definitely a future return guest. We barely scratched the surface uh, with with what she's got to share her stories, uh, and so uh, we're excited for that. But hey, let's go ahead and talk to Bernadette and hear the stories that are we're going you know that predate the 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 return. Um, and <laughs> we appreciate uh, Bernadette being here, Bernadette. Thank you. Uh, for joining us deep in the heart of Texas. R.I.P. Pee-wee. Um, deep in the heart of Texas. Bernadette, thank you for joining us. What's your weird story? So I have one that probably will... It's going to take a whole lot of twists and turns. Cool. Um, so I, I'm a natural-born clairvoyant, which I have had lots and lots of experiences. But this one in my early days, I say my early days, I'm 56. I was, I want to say 30 when this happened. So I was young, living in the middle of the country in Colorado, just moved there with my daughter and actually started to do like readings for people, sort of spiritual counseling. Um, So I was a pup. I was pretty wet behind the ears. I mean, I knew what I was doing. I knew how to use my gifts, but I really didn't know how to use them for other people. And I didn't know all of what was involved. Mm -hmm. And I had a client who did murder investigations. Mm. Yeah. For missing children. Oh, wow. Yeah. She worked with Adam Walsh's dad. Oh, wow. Remember that show? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. for sure. So there was a, a case of a girl um, somewhere like Arkansas, and I don't want to give names and I don't want to give too much descriptive because, okay. like, I even wrote about it in my book, but, like, I try to cover a lot of it up, and you'll understand why in a minute. Okay. So she she sent me the information, and typically I would do that stuff because I was a single mom. My daughter was, like, nine years old. That kind of stuff I wouldn't do until nighttime, like, late mm-hmm. at night, like midnight, you know, when I was done with my work. And this was all pro bono, so... Um, I would go into meditation and do all the things and start to see remote viewing wise, like, okay, where's this girl? Like, what's up with this girl? And I saw some things that I like never recognized. But I was like, oh my God. Okay. Well, ritual style killing was the first thing I saw. Okay. Wow. And yeah, she didn't tell me anything other than where the girl went missing. And I immediately started to pull in information about, okay, well, ritual killing, this is where she's at. But I can't tell you the exact location, but I can tell you who did it, and I can tell you his address, and I can tell you where to find him. And so she got in her car, crossed state lines. Um, Okay, I'm jumping ahead. I'm jumping ahead. Let me back up a minute. Okay. All right? Yeah. yeah. So before I give her the (laughs) information, this is where the paranormal thing that went all wonky. Before I give her the information, that night we're on the phone, I get off the phone, um, I, my husky, I had a, a husky. If you know what huskies are like, they like to roam. Yeah. I lived in the country, middle of nowhere. So yeah. she got to roam at yeah. 11 o'clock at night. 
I hear a scratch on my door. It's one o'clock in the morning. I'm like, okay, Shasta wants in. I go to let her in and something drops at my feet. What the hell? And I've got all kind of like hair on the back of my neck standing up. I just hang up with this woman and it's quiet in the country (laughs) and just very dark. There's no streetlights. Yeah. And my husky drops this heavy thing at my feet, screams and runs into my bedroom. And now I'm freaked. And I'm like, this is not normal. Turn on the hall light, the porch, whatever hall light. She dropped a freshly severed deer head at my feet. And at the moment, because I told... Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a second. You dropped out for me. I don't know if Barry heard that. I got it. She dropped a what? Yeah. She dropped a freshly severed deer head at my feet. And see... At that point, I had just hung up the phone and told her, I got him. Here's his name. Here's his address. Wow. And I was pretty proud of myself at that moment. Yeah. (laughs) Except for the, like, whole, I'll have to figure out the whole ritual killing and what this is all about thing. Yeah. This is, like, beyond anything I've ever seen in a murder investigation or anything like that. And so then the dog scratches. I open the door. There's the deer head. I'm freaked. Dog went hiding under the bed. She stayed there for two days. But when I flipped on the light, he goes, I got you, too. A loud voice that was audible. Like, oh, my God, what is happening? Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So that night, um, I like middle of the night, and this was back in the days of AOL and Yahoo. Like, remember? Oh, <laughs> like yeah. Yahoo chat. A- yeah, the ancient days. <laughs> the ancient yes. days. So I'm jumping on AOL and Yahoo, and I'm trying to reach out to whoever's awake, my friends that are also psychic. And I'm like, someone's got to help me. Like, this is like beyond me right now, but I'm terrified. Like, I can feel a presence, a yeah. dark presence. So my friends, one of my Native American friends helped me um, kind of calm everything down. Well, two days later, she went to the address that I gave her, and I described a sticker on the outside of his mobile home trailer. Right, gave her the address, right. sticker on the outside, told him his name or what he went by, and couldn't get any more descript than that. She pulled right up to it, and there's the sticker, and that was him. But wow. then it takes another twist. Wow. Um, and he, apparently, his uncle this is good old boy stuff like his uncle was police chief or something. Of course. Yeah. Literally, cops showed up and told her cross the bridge, go into the other state, because she had crossed state lines, and I don't remember what states are over there. This is several years ago. And they said, don't ever come back. Wow. They never able to find the girl, um, except that they did just give the news to the family, like, we're pretty much sure she's gone. But here's where it takes another weird twist. That night later, when everything calmed down, um, I did my best to tune in, because she didn't seem like she was alone. She was terrified. Mm. Right, terrified little girl, and there was several children in this in-between place mm. because he and he had buried her half on land, half in the water, kind of swampy area. Okay, I don't, and I still to this day don't understand that whole thing, and I didn't really want to dive into the whole ritual demonic kind of like yeah. why they do what they do. Um, but there was at least twelve children. Wow. Damn. Yeah. Wow. I was terrified. I was, I like literally terrified for probably a good 20 years. And then finally it just kind of chilled. And I was like, okay, I think I'm safe now. Wow. 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 So, so were they all in that same area, all done in the same area? 
mostly? The same surrounding states. So you got to think like Arkansas and whatever states were around that o- area. Oklahoma, Oklahoma Can- Kansas, Missouri. They're all young kids. Okay. They were all like between the ages of five and seven. Wow. They had specific eye color and specific, there was a specific energy about these kids are very innocent. Wow. And I was trying to set them free. I was trying to tell her, and, and like she was terrified, terrified, terrified. So it pretty much stopped at the cops intervening. Is that what happened on that? Yeah, she had to leave, and wow. they had to drop the case. There was nothing more she could do. Wow. Because you know, good old boys. What are you supposed to do? Yeah, yeah. and I guess, I mean, you, they could. You should try to bring in the feds, but you know, you have to have probably more information. Than, <laughs> How did you uh, get this guy's address? Right, oh, right. it, you know, I mean, they use psychics. It's yeah. not like a lot of the missing person places, they do use psychics. Yeah. That wasn't my only murder investigation that I've worked on. I've worked on several, you know, and, and one, one wrapped up in a nice way where the people actually had to, um, they, <laughs> they had, they had to go to jail. Good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. That is. Yeah. That's intense, man. That is wild, man. That Did is. you have any kind of. So, I guess you, you're filling out into the darkness. You know, I guess it set off his, whoever, this perpetrator. It took, it took, you know, he had uh, like a trip. He's, a, he's a psychic, too, apparently, but he's oh. into like the satanic stuff, like yeah. satanic. Um, and and does all kinds of dark magic and stuff. Now I never once so like I I train people up how to use their gifts and stuff. And people come to me and they're young and like I was, and I don't have anyone to turn to at that time. Like I had no idea that that was possible. But it literally, um, from what one of my friends was explaining to me in the native, you know, the way that the natives understand and believe, and and to this day, like now I understand it, but. When I reached out to his energy and found him, he took that thread of energy mm-hmm. and traced it back to me. So when he's, he said to me, gotcha too, and my dog drops this freshly, in the middle of nowhere at one o'clock in the morning, where did the freshly severed deer head come from? And the deer's tongue was sticking out of its mouth. It was a oh, female deer. God, like, and I had to pick that thing up and put it in the trash and then try to reach out for help. But like, I'm out there by myself. Wow. Like in the middle of the country, like yeah. no, the closest, the closest grocery store gas station was 20 minutes away. Jamie. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. So yeah. Did, you, did you have any other kind of weird occurrences after that or was it just not with him? Well, I don't want to say not, not with him specifically. Okay. I literally within a week mailed that file back because I didn't want it anywhere in my house. Yeah, anywhere yeah, in my house, and I was scared. I have you yeah. done? Have you done any like? Now that the internet is what it is now, have you done any of your own investigation into that? See who he is. Like, do you? You haven't done that, man. I have talked to a couple of different um, intuitives. One in particular, um, we did talk about it last year, because that was one of the things before I or the year before, because I was releasing my book. And I changed yeah. his name. I changed a lot of the information so that it yeah. could not be traced back to him. Um, but, like, I was worried. I'm like, is he going to come after me? Is there yeah. anything right. I need to worry about? Right. And she said, he's not even in that state anymore. He's in Florida. And I said, but did they stop? And she said, no, there's a ring of people involved in this. Yeah. I was like, what? She goes, yeah. And I, I was like, is there anything I can do? And she said, it's not your job. 
just wow. let it go. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm letting it go. I'm not, yeah. not going to do that. That stuff that. happens. You know, and it, that, yeah. it's, it's real. It does. People it's don't evil. think. Yeah, people don't think it exists, but it does. There are these yeah. things. Yeah, it's not. I mean, obviously, if you grew up in the in, in the eighties, you know, you know, satanic panic, where it was people were freaking out, and a lot of it was being made up, but not all of it. You know. Yeah, there's enough air. truth there to fuel the yeah. fire. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, so I've seen speak. some things. Yeah. yeah. In real life, like, yeah. right. I mean, this was more at a distance. For sure, but I've I've seen some things and been through some things in that. Yeah, I mean I've had experiences with demons. I'm really good at dealing with them now, but like other people have seen them too. <laughs> like I wasn't the only one, and they weren't trying to like no one was trying to go chase after demons. They just you know happened to be in different places where we lived or whatever. And I've had a lot of places that I've moved into that had hauntings, like had had darkness and stuff in it. And then a lot of people come to me to clear that stuff. Do you do that? Do you do you? I I don't. I mean, it's not something I advertise. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, and I, you know, a lot of people will try. Like I've done a couple of videos on YouTube about it, like Incubus and Succubus and all the stuff. Right. right? I don't know if you could. A lot of people have those experiences where they'll go to sleep and they'll feel paralyzed and then they have sex with this beautiful creature in their sleep. then I started seeing videos. I saw some, it was actually a mainstream TV, some interview with this kid. He was like, Oh no, I'm you know, I'm in love with this, this incubus or something. And I'm like, excuse me, like what? And they're romanticizing it. I'm like, you just opening yourself up. Like you are food. You yeah. get that? Like right. your energetic food. You're losing your hair. You're losing weight. You have no relationship with anyone in the outside world. Like, this is not normal, nor is it good. When but was, it made I for would, good TV. Right. Yeah. 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 I, would, I, would, I wouldn't mind if it was just, you know, losing some weight. You know, I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'll deal with the hair loss if it comes to that. Just on the top of my head. I need to keep that shape. He was getting sick. Too. And if I can get, you know, lose some good chunk you know good chunk of me then that's fine i'm okay but you know now which is the incubus is is the the incubus i think it's a female succubus okay yeah if i remember right okay well i'm not an expert in 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 demons don't get me wrong like i'm not an expert i know i know the hierarchy i understand how they how they manipulate energy i understand all of that and i understand how to clear them and that's all like I've studied a lot of it, and then it just got so dark. It's like murder investigations. Yeah, yeah. I stopped it after that because I'd been doing it for a couple of years. And it, when I hit there, I'm like, I got a little kid. And then yeah. I had a baby after that. So it was like, yeah. I can't be I can't be putting yeah. my family through this. I, I should probably go on record now and just say that I actually I don't want – um, any uh, incubus or any, that wasn't an invitation. <laughs> that was not an invitation. I, you know, just in case, just to cover, you know, cover my ass. We'll have to um, follow so. up. We'll follow up on that in the next coming yeah. weeks. But I do. You, yes, <laughs> I clear that stuff. Um, I've cleared plenty of houses when it's and and I'm usually moved to do stuff like that when a child is involved. You know, if yeah, it's a man true. or a woman, it's not like I'm not going to do something. But yeah. like you're paying me for that. Like, I, I, I don't have time to run all over the world trying to clear stuff. And I'll tell you, some of the paranormal researchers actually start to open portals where stuff starts coming through and activity mm. starts happening. And I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then people are like, I don't know what happened. Or someone plays with a Ouija board and they're like, we don't know what happened. And it's like, okay, well, I'm not cleaning up your mess. But if there's a child involved, I have a real hard time not getting involved if there's something I can do about it. Yeah. Yeah, we always tell people um, that if you are going to mess around with Ouija, we don't recommend it, and nor would we ourselves, because we again we watch too many scary movies in the '80s. Um, but uh, if you are going to mess around uh, with the Ouija board, make sure you know how to properly close it and all of that stuff, because and yeah. open it. And properly open it. Yeah, yeah. open it and then so, properly close it. Yeah. 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 And uh, by all means, we, we're not experts on how to do that either. So I don't know if there's a uh, a magic wiki or something like that. But, well, and, uh, and I mean, there's a whole lot of things you take into consideration with stuff like that. Like, who are you doing it with? And if mm-hmm. any of you are afraid, don't even go near it. Yeah. 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 Because that will that will create an opening. So, yeah. Wow. Okay, so how old were you when you had your first negative, like, dark entity uh, interaction? Do you remember? Oh, you're talking entity. I was thinking, like, family. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Or family. (laughs) Family, Families can be demons also, man. Well, my mom, my mom called the Catholic priest over when I was about five, and I was watching Bugs Bunny. Um, now, this was back in the early 70s, like maybe 1971, um, and she was afraid. My grandmother, my father's mother, was psychic and a healer and stuff. My mom knew all of that, but for some reason, she didn't like her littlest knowing stuff and seeing <laughs> spirits and angels and whatever. Um, so she called the priest over when I was five while I was watching Bugs Bunny, and you know he's doing whatever ritual he's trying to do. Oh, wow. My guides are like... Just sit still and keep watching the TV and try not to laugh. (laughs) (laughs) And then from then on, I knew don't talk about this stuff. Don't don't talk about this stuff. Interesting. And I didn't. So who was with you then? Your guides who were who was with you when you were that that young? I had a lot of what I would call angels around me, and I had spirits around me. My great-grandmother, my father's mother, who died when I was six months old, she, I found out later when I finally saw a picture of her when I was in my 30s, um, she was around me back then, too. Mm. So, but I didn't even know about her. I'd never seen a picture until I hit my 30s. I didn't know she was psychic. I was like, when my dad told me, I was like, you know, it would have been nice. It would have been nice to know this. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. Now, what about your kids? Are they gifted both of them are but the oldest who's 31 now she wants nothing to do with that crazy Mm. stuff even though she constantly gets intuitive hits and she's always right but she never listens to it yeah right (laughs) my youngest she loves going ghost hunting and stuff like that she's all into it she's always been all into it yeah she does not scare easy you know, and she she'll she's like into the doing the tarot and stuff like that. Mm. She's she's pretty she's pretty bomb proof. She's twenty one though. They're okay. ten years apart. Okay, wow. So yeah. So she's all into it. Like wow. she loves that stuff. That's great. Um, sort of. I mean I you right. know, there's times with her that I'm like, you watch all the scary stuff, you play like these crazy Grand Theft Auto and the other games, like watch it. Because you don't need to be opening to stuff. Because mm-hmm. she tends to be the one in the house, and I have protection around my house. Yeah. Because my dad has seen things. My dad lives with me. He's seen some things that are dark, and so I had to push the the shielding out a little bit because it nearly mm-hmm. gave him a heart attack. 
Because wow. he saw a three three talent thing up against the window in our old house, and I was like, "All right, time to push these buggers back." Yeah. Damn. Well, sometimes when you're young, you don't re you don't realize the the repercussions of things yeah. that you do. So, and I'm guilty of that myself. I was actually just talking to a friend of mine about that. Uh, that like once you reach a certain age in adulthood, whenever. That's different ages for different people. I feel like I just got there uh, a couple of years ago, but uh, <laughs> I feel like you start to maybe understand a little bit more about how the world works and how the way that you, the energy that you put out or whatever you want to call it, the the, the thing, the karma or whatever, it it is real and it, yeah. it, it, it affects everything around you. Yeah. Even your attitude affects everything around you, and and you have mm-hmm. to, you, you know, it, it's like at a certain point, like you look at some people and how they live their lives and whether they've been, you know, what I consider to be successful these days is someone who's stayed out of trouble with the law, you know, has has a decent, like, amount of friends that love them. Family, you know what I mean? Like they've been able to keep their lives together. That to me is success. And mm-hmm. you look at people that have a hard time with that, and you're like, what is so hard to figure out about living a, a, a clean life or whatever you want to call it? And some people just can't do it. I think about because my son is now getting into music in a big way, and he's listening to a lot of the bands that I grew up listening to. And a lot of them are dead, and a lot of them are gone because of their inner demons, and and it's like it's sad because if they would be around today, maybe they would be, who knows what they would be doing? Maybe they would be doing something completely different, but we'll never know, and that's sad. And it's it's um, it really it's it's one of those things where it's like if you can't learn from the things that are happening in your life. Then you you gotta, I don't know. You gotta. Actions have consequences. You have yeah. to be awake, awaken, awoken uh, to that fact. Absolutely. That's a lot of what I teach yeah. people. Like yeah. that's what I help people with is, is taking control and power back in their lives. Yeah. But in order to do it, most of the time, and the people that I work with, we got to heal their traumas first. Like mm. you can't run from them. They will eat you alive. Right. What about you, like what about like possession? Have is you, it real? Have, yeah. Well, have you witnessed it? Um, is that yes. a part of the trauma thing? Also, like, is that trauma opens up? An unhealed trauma will open up a, a place where that can happen. I, and I'm not saying that to scare anyone. It takes a lot more than just you have a trauma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And now you're possessed. Because yeah, who sure. has? I mean, really, everybody. You know, yeah, everybody's living, got at least. You know, a little bit of trauma. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. If you grew so, up in the, if you grew up before the internet age, even after the internet age, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you just grew up, you've got trauma. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, so that can, that can make you more prevalent to it. Um, unprocessed trauma that turns to anger, unexpressed right. anger, unexpressed rage, and all right. of the, and then the selfishness stuff that kicks in. And wanting to have power, right, that's external to you, not your own internal power you're trying to grab. Now you're, you 
you have an opening. Mm. You, know, you can have attachments and not be possessed. Like people hear voices all the time that are whispering little things in their ears to get right. them to do things. Sometimes, like I said, with the the nighttime ones, it's to get you to have a, an orgasm. You're not possessed, but they're hitting you in the astral realms so that they can take your energy. Right. Right. And it's all lovely and great. And it, I mean, who doesn't like a good wet dream? But right. except yeah. that you get physical issues from it. You start to, mm -hmm. your whole life force energy starts to drain out and you start to lose weight and you start to have all these other problems. It's like, yeah, you don't want to mess with that. But possessions, it's more rare. It's more rare than it is um, prevalent. Yeah. People have attachments though. Like I can see stuff when I walk up, you know, just walk into the grocery store. People you see, attach, attachments like what? Like negative energies? Negative energies. Okay. Entities, little ones. What? There's these little beetle bug ones I see a lot on people. Mm. And they're like what I call hitchhikers. You know, they're just mm. little ener dark energy forms looking to absorb some energy. And they will go to those who have a lot of fear and a lot of anger. Wow. And sometimes you, sadness, like a lot of sadness, and it just amplifies what they're already going through. Can you see them over the internet? And do you see any on me or or Barry, but mainly me? Look to your left. No. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, no, I mean, you can sense that stuff with people, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell yeah. when there's something, there's something extraordinarily off yeah well you know, like when that. you asked me about my kids like my oldest which she's a lot in my book that i wrote right <laughs> because that was my sort of my training with my guests i was 20 25 when i had her when she was a year old we lived in eastern washington in this little podunk town that was very dark and the the um, government there, I guess you could call it a government, you know, city council, all of that, they were all very dark and very into some dark witchcraft stuff. I mean, there was always bats circling the courthouse oh, wow. where they wow. met in the basement. Um. <laughs> you know, all kinds of crazy stuff went on in that town. Well, the house that we rented in that town was haunted, but not just haunted like ghosts. Like, there was a demon in the cellar, and that was the first wow. experience I ever had, like, real-life demon. You know, we came home and there was snow, like a, probably a foot of snow, came home in the car one night and looked down. And there's these big, what look like um, dinosaur, you know, dinosaur bird prints, talons Whoa. in the snow. And it led right to the cellar, which I never went there because I was terrified. It was in the back part of behind the house. It was an old 1920s house. Um, and my husband at the time, he was like, what? And I said, did you see that thing run? Because we pulled up and it ran. Okay. And then we turned the lights on so that we could see the snow. And there's these little weird footprints. And we followed it to the back. And then I was like, okay, put the baby in the house. And I was like, we, we're not going in there. And all kinds of stuff happened in the following weeks. And one of the things that happened, he was at work one day. And at the time, I was doing a lot of Bible study about stuff because yeah. there's all these spiritual stuff going on. Right. And this thing came into the house, picked up my one-year-old baby and threw her against my wood-burning stove oh. while there was a fire. Her hands hit, and this is when I realized I was a healer. Her hands hit the stove and immediately blistered, and I'm flipping out. Like, what? A call? Who do I call? Like, I mean, 
this was yeah, before yeah, yeah. cell phones too. Right. Right. And all I'm thinking is, oh my God, and the house is shaking now. Like there's this crazy weird sound in the house. And immediately I heard, um, almost audibly, pray for her, put your hands over her hands and pray for her. And as I did, this weird light lit up my living room and her hands went from blistered to normal. That was wow. how I broke into understanding like, yeah, those things, they're real. <laughs> and that was like, my, that was my first real like experience with that stuff. This so an... that's part of the reason why she doesn't ever want to deal with right. any of it. Uh, yeah. no, she totally was pretty traumatized. Oh, I <laughs> was this an entity? Like, I know that some of them have names. That and these are like oh they go way 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 back. Is this one of those entities or something an offshoot or something? No, it was more like a territorial demon. Okay. Like it was it was in the land there. Like okay. it couldn't leave a certain area. And there are some some entities that are like that. Like they can't leave. Okay, they are they are there, and that's the land that they're responsible for. Um, but because as soon as we left and went to the other side to like Seattle there was no sign of it okay wow. there's a certain place i remember we were driving it may have been like an hour out that i felt like it can't get anywhere near me yeah ever again right but it, it, i mean there were so many so many crazy things that happened in the house in a short period of time wow and it was my like welcome to the world of the paranormal no kidding. Enjoy your stay. <laughs> Learn how to fight them. <laughs> so we had a um, a psychic or a medium or whatever. Um, I can't remember what she how she what she called herself, but oh gosh, maybe six months or a year ago. And and so she also talked about the Bible. Can you can you talk about that and like where does that fit into like your life as a medium like? Is this something that, like, would you call yourself a Christian, or is the Bible just a tool? I don't call myself a Christian from the standpoint of the religion. Mm -hmm. Do I believe in God? Absolutely. Do I believe in Jesus Christ? Yes, I do. Do I believe in Buddha? Mm -hmm. Do I believe that there's entities? Yeah. Do I believe in angels? Yes. Do I believe in the Eastern gods and deities? They don't really do anything for me. Am I against it? No. Um, I know the Bible backwards and forwards better than most people. Like, I can go toe-to-toe with the Bible with pretty much any pastor around. Where does it fit in? The Bible has nothing to do with religion. <laughs> and the Bible isn't all 100% accurate. We we all know. I mean, if you yeah, don't yeah. know, you should do some history research. Yeah. It's been edited. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Quite a few times. Uh, heavily, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's, Starting it's, with it's, what they allowed in the in the Bible. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. an old, it's an old mixtape, and it ha- a lot of the stuff has been bleeped out. So right, but <laughs> there are parts of the Bible, if you read it from the place of what can it do to help me be a good person, hmm. right? It's yeah. instructional. Absolutely, like, sure. It's instructional, but yeah. like eye for an eye kind of crap. The Ten Commandments, like I'm trying to explain to people, the Ten Commandments weren't like do this or die. It was if you if you steal from people. Your life goes to hell. If you commit adultery, you kill your relationship. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Simple things. 100%. Like not, right. you know, not God's going to strike you down. But I also don't believe that God is like Santa Claus in the sky. Because um, I've had the experience of that energy. I believe that God is an energy of creation. Right. Mm-hmm. 
that we can't fathom in our human minds, but we have to personify it because that's the only way it makes sense to us. Yeah. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it fits in just fine, but Christians will tell you that I'm evil. I mean, I have an aunt that says I'm not part of the family because I do what I do, and I'm like, that's okay. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm good with it. I'm not. I, I'm not here to fight with her beliefs. My mother is is super Christian, but she, there came a point in time when she finally was willing to sit down and have a conversation with me and ask me what I believe. And I was like, all the stuff that they're scaring you about in the church, like they have no idea, and none of them even know how to deal with demons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they say, right. the hell's real. They're like, okay, how do you deal with them? You guys don't even know how to deal with them. So don't even come to me with that stuff. Yeah. I think well, it's important to know yeah, yeah. both the light and the dark, like right. that they both exist. Yeah. But the dogma can pretty much just go. That's what's interesting yeah. about the Catholic Church when it comes to uh, possession, because they have a... I don't know what you call it, a, a whole like thing dedicated to that. But then on the whole, most Catholics don't believe in it. At least the ones that I've talked to, a lot of them get real weird when you talk about that kind of stuff. They don't like it. They don't like to talk about possession, but like, but they can't, but at the same time, like by their own church's standards, they have that in place because it's a thing. And it's interesting that play between, Maybe it's something they don't want to think of or whatever it is, but... Uh, well, because they don't understand it, right? A, and B, they have a fear that if they speak about it and if they say their names, they're invoking them. <laughs> it's right. like, no. Yeah. yeah I man. mean, people don't understand, too, like King Solomon, you know, like God's King Solomon. Yeah. He worked with demons. Yeah. To build yeah. a temple. <laughs> he had rings. He had rings to control demons, and yeah. they built God's temple. Right. And people don't know that. People don't know that. Yeah. I learned that from comic books. So. <laughs> and that's true. Like, it's really, it is true. It's it's historical. And he used magic. You know, Solomon's seal and all those things. It's, it's magic. Um, not that I operate in all those things. Not that I can't. I know how. I choose not to. Right. But I did when I was younger. Yeah. I mean, I gave someone a heart attack accidentally. But that wasn't me going after her. That was me protecting myself against her witchcraft. Right. She sent something my way, and I'll, I was pissed when it happened, and I was not in control, and I was in my 30s, and she was trying to make me sick. And I was like, okay, send this back. And I usually would say seven times, but that day I was in a per- sort of pissy mood. I was like, seven times, 70 times, send it back. Then her brother called me the next day. So what did you do to her? And I was like, I didn't do anything. He said she had a heart attack. She shouldn't have sent something my way. Wow. Wow. I didn't feel bad, but I kind of did. Like, I knew from that point, like, don't be jumping into a circle and sending something back, even if a witch sends something your way. Yeah. She never messed with me again, though. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. I dated someone that was involved in in the the whole Wiccan thing. And, uh, you know, I... So I had a little bit of taste of it, and it, my um, my experience was not good. So mm. I'm not, and I'm not, I'm not saying that she represented all that stuff, but I'm just saying that that stuff's real. It, it certainly can be real, and you got to be real careful about your intentions when it comes to that kind of stuff. That, I think that really, honestly, when I'm thinking about it, I think that maybe that did give me a big like insight into intention, and that. 
maybe that's all that religion is trying to teach in a lot of ways is where yes. you focus your energies in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. You know, they just yeah. break it down to a, like a, a, a real ritualistic sort of a thing. But that's what you do when you're at church. You know, that's what they're doing when they're doing their mm-hmm. ceremonies and things like that. You're 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 putting your your energies, devoting your energies to to try to affect an outcome of some sort, you know. All that Wiccan does and any actually any kind of practice like that, even even the black magic stuff, right? You're just hyper focusing in a ritual way. Right. Hyper focusing your intentions and then you're adding energy to it by using different oils or different powders or different whatevers and you know, it's just hyper focus. Mm-hmm. And then if you have a strong belief in the practice it's going to multiply the effect because your belief now is multiplied. Right. Yep. Whether or not you need the candles and, right. and you know, yeah. the Hogwarts. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. kidding. Like, right. <laughs> you may not need it, but if you have a belief that that's how it's going to work. For sure. You're just basically multiplying your own belief. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. Can we go back? I got a question about some murder cases, mm. okay? Because okay. I'm really into that kind of stuff. I just am fascinated by... First, I'm fascinated by the human condition and what makes somebody do the worst possible thing to another human. When you're working on a case like that, is it... Like, like I know that you said you had in that one situation where the, it came to you and it sort of just like it fell in your lap, for lack of a better term. They that, all did. I it, didn't go it, looking for them. Okay. Is that, I was going to say, is that what happens is that you're just, you're, it comes to you and then you, you become the voice of, of that for them. Have yeah. you, have you had success, um, with getting people, I know you said that you had somebody that ended up in jail, but can you talk about that a little bit? What was that process like? Yeah. So the, the woman, um, came to me and her son was 12 years old and on Christmas Eve, she lived in Detroit. Um, and while I won't give her name, I'll give some of the details. I wrote about it in my book too, but her, her son was found in the laundry room. So it was like Christmas Eve, she's getting dinner ready. She sent her son to the laundry room in their apartment complex to get the laundry. Well, he hadn't come back, so she sent the five-year-old daughter to go get the brother, right? And Christmas presents under the tree. This kid was like a straight-A student, really good kid, African-American, but really good kid, inner city. So mom went to go send the daughter, and the daughter found him hanging from some like electrical wires in the ceiling and mom came police came it's christmas eve and the caucasian assholes sorry i hope i can swear in your program oh yes yes the cops um basically ruled it a suicide and, and the one cop said i got dinner waiting at home let's close it up oh. and ruled it a suicide right now, think about this. 12-year-old kid on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Why, why is he going to kill himself in a laundry room when he's got straight A's and he's waiting to open his Christmas present? Yeah. yeah. How's that a suicide? Yeah. So she called me um, a few days later and she said, because I had done a reading for her, just a basic reading a little bit before that. And she's like, do you remember me? I'm like, yeah. And she said, can you help me? And I was like, okay, yeah. 
So she she sent me a picture of him. That's all I had. And I went into the, my process, and I was like, he was he didn't kill himself. He was murdered by two people. And it was over drugs, and it was over a fight, and he got in the middle of it, and they accidentally killed him, and then they hung him in the wires. Wow. So the police wouldn't open the case again, and I had told her, like, okay, here's a name I see. You're going to have to look in your local news people, like, find this name. He'll help you. He's an investigative reporter. Like, get in touch with him. He'll help you. Apparently, the couple had moved out right after that, obviously. (laughs) They disappeared, right? right. right? Um, And had moved to a different city. But it was a drug dealer and a prostitute couple. Um, And it took three years, but the journalist was able to help her pressure the police to reopen the case. They found him, and sure enough, they killed him. They explained what happened. It was exactly what I said. Wow. But the five-year-old daughter, here's the sad part, too. She didn't talk for a couple of years. She was traumatized. I can imagine. Yeah. Traumatized. That's awful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But at okay, least so- mom mom needed that. A, I'm not crazy. And B, right. I'm not giving this up. Yeah. 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 You know, right. unfortunately, the length of time it took for it to come to murder, um, she didn't get the victim resources she should have gotten. Yeah, absolutely. For her daughter. That's the part that really tweaked yeah. me, too. Because I was like, if, you know, when you're a victim of crime, you get the counseling for free. They right. have resources for right. that. They didn't get any of that. Yeah, I think I'd be suing the city of Detroit. Yeah. I don't know if she did. We stopped talking after that just for, you know, it's not something I want to keep poking the wound. Like, hey, right. that's good. Did sure. you get it done? Like, yeah. that's none of my business. My thing was just bring her to a place of closure. And she yeah. did get that. And like three years later, she, she got in touch with me and she told me everything that happened and said, thank you. Thank you. Great. Just close, close the case, close the records. Like yeah. everything that you said happened. That's and awesome. Now we can move on. And at that point, I think the daughter was starting to talk again. That's great. That kind of make yeah. you feel good. Yeah, but most of the missing, I mean, the reason I stopped doing it, too, is because most of the missing cases were murder cases, like, and, and they were not coming back. Right. You know, you get a little tired. That world is dark. Mm-hmm. That world, like, looking at murders and looking at even accidental murders, like, it's dark. The yeah. amount of lies that go into it and the, co- like, yeah. it's not a world, like, I was getting pretty depressed, Sure. About the whole yeah. thing, because then I'd feel yeah, helpless. I'm like, why yeah. can't you tell me before this stuff, and then I can go warn? But who's gonna who's gonna listen? Hey, by the way, <laughs> like yeah. on Thursday at six o'clock at night, don't you, people don't want to listen? Well, also too, you got like you were talking about Good Old Boy Network. I mean, I, I've been watching this this company, this these group of guys that they've got a scuba outfit. I know that yeah. And they go and they'll 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 find these bodies in, in rivers cars. and lakes and mm. cars and and you'd be surprised at how many times the local police department get fucking pissed off, dude. They do. Because they they're treading on their territory now. And they and 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 it makes them not look very good. I'll tell you that much. No, man. and then they go the way they treat the families. Yeah, it's incredible. Is rude. Like yeah. I watch those guys. Yeah. and it's rude. It's like wow. Yeah. Really, you're yeah. gonna be like that for sure. Thank God for the people like that. 
that are willing to put because they don't charge these families to go out there and yeah. do this, and that's an yeah. amazing thing that these guys are doing. And they've they've solved a lot of cases, and it's really interesting too because there's one that I saw that they did. I think it was in um, was it Florida. Um, and this person had been missing for a long time, they uh, 20 years or so, and they could not figure out what had happened. They found the car in the, la- in the lake behind the house that the person lived at. I don't know if they were drunk or whatever, but they ran the car off into the lake and were never seen from again. And they, they, this is like a 20-year-old, 25-year-old case that they solved. It's like, it's amazing. And within that time... The neighborhood had changed so much because it was growing. So houses were being built and all this stuff was going on. But that lake stayed there, you know, so it was like, wow, that's. Well, see, that's the other thing. Like, I do get calls about this a lot. And it was more I've just moved to Texas a few years ago. I lived in Colorado for 18 years and then I lived in Seattle for three years. When I was in Seattle, there is a lot of activity, paranormal activity. Mm, Yeah. Um, so I cleared a few houses there, but there's quite a lot of like unearthed bodies in Washington, wow. and there's a lot of darkness up there. Sure. Yeah. Is there any? I mean, because we uh, is there any reason behind that? Because we know that the Pacific Northwest, there are a lot of serial killers. There's a lot of missing cases. There's a lot of weird stuff that happens out there. Is there any particular reason that? Is the focus of that, or is it just one of those? Well, in the Seattle area, Seattle to Tacoma and Olympia and all of that, that whole range from mm-hmm. Canada down, I mean, that was all Native American land. Yeah. A lot of killing there. Yeah. And that's, I mean, there's a lot of territorial spirits there. Yeah. They got to get energy from somewhere. They're not yeah. powered by <laughs> themselves. They yeah. got to yeah. pull energy from somewhere. Um, and then I think that the... the just the weather itself yeah right now there's a reason i moved from the rain to hell just saying like it's <laughs> hotter and shit down there isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. you can't see the sky it's gray like it's not raining it's just gray right it's depressing yeah. and for some yeah. people like not being able to see the sky not being able to see the sun after a while it just gets horrible there's right. a thing up there too called the seattle freeze you ever heard that term uh-uh. So if you supposedly, and I went to high school there, so I was gone for 20-something years, and then I came back, you know, for a few years, and these people are like, yeah, it's the Seattle freeze, and I'm like, what the hell is the Seattle freeze? If you're not from there, the people, the locals will ice you out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah. Okay, my sister lives there, or she just moved from there, but she told me about that, and I forgot that that was what, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's And it's a thing where she's like, yeah, they'll... They'll be superficially nice to you, and then it's like, you know, very, very weird, very strange. Yeah, it's a hard place to connect. Right. So what happens when we don't have connection? Yeah. Well, we yeah we we get into drugs and we yeah we go deep. Yeah. Or or we we get into our own addictions other places yeah. and we just when your human beings need other human beings, like we need to have community and connection, and when we don't. We start to get real selfish, like not self-focused as in do your inner work, but like selfish. And then you start to notice things about other people and then look at them and you get judgmental. And right, pretty right, soon right. it builds that fire of resentment and hate. And next thing you know. Sure, sure. 
But back in the days when, because I was around during, this is the weirdest thing. I was in high school during the Green River killings. My dad used to belong to this thing called Parents Without Partners. And they would have like volleyball and pickleball and, and they'd have their Friday night get drunk and dance together and screw each other kind of whatever back yep. in the yeah. day. Yeah. Yeah. When I was in high school, one of the guys from PWP ended up being the Green River Keller. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And he was friends with my dad's friend. He actually had rented a room at my dad's friend's place and he worked at the, um, What's this? The Peterbilt. Yeah. yeah. Wow. 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 That's the Green River Killer. Holy uh, like, shit, dude. Yeah. So I met him. Oh, my. Wow. <laughs> That's <laughs> wild. Parents without partners. Wow. BS. Like, yeah, you all are telling us don't go tubing at the river. Next thing you know. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man, that's crazy. And he was he was a he was a quiet. This is so funny. He was a quiet guy, seemed like a normal guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. those quiet ones. They got no one to talk to, right. and then when they get mad, what do you think they're gonna do? Yep. Mm-hmm. That's what they say about BTK too. He was like, you know, you would never expect that guy. You know, I think too. Um, in that area, it's so. At least at at when you're talking about that time frame, it was so insular because it was way removed from everything else. And it really wasn't until the whole grunge thing that everyone started to pay attention to Seattle. And then, mm-hmm. and then it started to open up to where people were moving to Seattle and there started to be an influx of a bunch of people. But back then, it was pretty isolated, you know? It was. Yeah. And there wasn't much to do. I mean, we we found things to get in trouble and do. Sure. But that was back in the 80s. I mean, that was yeah. during Rocky Horror Picture Show. So that's yep. what we would do on Friday night. We'd go right. roller skating. But for, I would imagine, someone in their 20s and 30s, or even my dad's age, they had a hard time yeah. mingling. And divorce was on the rise at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, Seattle's just become this ridiculously overpriced population and mm-hmm. then the home the homeless has grown yeah. yeah so as far as the energy at large like the energy's just been negative for so long yeah and there's been no reparations right there's been you know they just keep building on top of yep there's a so what i was going to say there's a bunch of undiscovered bodies and yeah. burials and cemeteries that they don't ever plan to unearth and they've just built on top of it. So you want to know why there's so much darkness up there? Yeah. You didn't handle it. You didn't yeah. handle it properly. That yeah. makes sense. Now that makes yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. I definitely believe that. Yeah. Can, can we right, talk well, yeah, can we talk yeah, a little bit about have, your yeah. We'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll have you back. We'll have you back. But let's talk about your book and 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 uh and ta- that it, knowing each other all your life kind right, of a thing. Right. <laughs> um, plug anything you want, but you know, talk about your book and, and where people can get that, and kind of what what we go over in the book. Um, so the the title of the book is "The Crooked Path to a Charmed Life." Uh, a clairvoyant medium's journey to embracing her spiritual gifts, and it all is from the time like the book opens with the creepy town in eastern Washington with the demon, like, and then takes through the story of how I had to heal because that started a whole weird, negative wake up spiritually and your life just hit the skids. Yeah. 
time in my life that lasted for about three, four years. And then it reverses back to my childhood and all of my spiritual experiences and then kind of conglomerates to the final ending. Um, and there's some spiritual teachings too at the end for people that are nice. going through things like dark night of the soul and, you know, yeah. yeah good, good. Yeah. How can people get in touch with you? Do you have a social media presence or? <clears throat> I do. It's easier just to look at my website to get all of that. I just okay. changed my, my monikers on social media. So you just go to BernadetteGold.com okay. and my social media, my YouTube, my TikTok, all those things are up there. Great. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I, I know we just didn't even scratch the surface. I feel like we just, we really were just sort of. I have no idea. Tickling like around. A, tri a trippy life. Yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. I mean, I, it's really intriguing. We always love talking to people that have these gifts and like the perception in the world that you do because it's so different than an our, you know, our understanding, Adam and I's understanding of how this stuff works is just so primitive. We don't, we don't. You know, but we love learning, and and thank you yeah. for coming on and and uh, hanging out with us and, and talking about it. Yeah, next time, I mean, if you want to talk about, it, like, I can go through, like, there's the hierarchy, and then like ghosts, dangerous ghosts, all all the different kinds, like, because yeah, a lot of people get scared, and it's like you don't. Yeah. We have dominion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they don't. Right. Right. Awesome. Well, thank you for doing a preview for your uh, for your own next episode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we'll definitely, yeah. I'll no, that's it. usually what people want to know. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. how do I know what it is? And it's like, okay, well, that's pretty simple, too. Cool. Cool. Great. Oh. Awesome. Well, have a, have a wonderful evening. We appreciate you yes. coming on. Thank yes, you. Yes, indeed. And I'll get into, we'll, I'll, we'll figure out at another time, a return visit time. So. Awesome. It's great. Thank you, guys. Yeah. Thanks, Bernadette. Take Thank care. Thank you, ma'am. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey, you know what we need? What's that? We need a new ad for our merch store. Our merch store. I've had a few people reach out to me and ask me, just how do we get What's Your Weird Story merch? Huh. How do we get that What's Your Weird Story merch? What's dash your, spelled Y-E-R, dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's what's dash your spelled y-e-r dash weird dash story dot myspreadshop.com that's correct get in touch with us go buy some merch we got some cool stuff yeah dude and you know what? If any of our listeners out there has some really cool ideas or has some really cool What's Your Weird Story type art that they want to see on a t-shirt, get a hold of us. Maybe it'll happen. Great stories. As always, our guests, uh, just they, they come on here and they bring it. And yes. we really just, we just, we, we scratched the surface with her. Uh, and I can't wait to have her back, but... I'm telling you, some of these stories that she's got, especially the uh, the story about the uh, gentleman that she had found uh, over in the uh, relative state to where I am, uh, right next door, uh, was really interesting, man. Really, really interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'd go so far as to call him a gentleman, um, but uh, yeah, true. The, yeah, that's the, true. Her, Too kind. Her, her using her abilities. 
to help locate the missing, you know, and she's and especially she's kind of stopped doing that, especially with kids, because they always, you know, almost always turn up not they're gone. But um, yeah, that's something special, and and in that case in particular, something creepy because first of all, first of all, your dog is out. And, you know, she was a husky. It's a big old dog out and walking yeah. about, you know, like, what, like two, three in the morning, whatever. Hey, out in the woods, that's fine. That's nothing. But coming back with a severed deer's head. Yeah, that's pretty you wild. Know, and it's not something that a dog, a husky's pretty badass, but it's not going to take down a big deer like that uh, and sever its head. Yep. It's not going to do that. You know, it's going it, it to, would, it would be the same. So something cut that deer's head off to be a sign and that's freaky man it's so freaky yeah. and then to hear the the vocalization of the uh uh i got you too yeah crazy crazy man yeah that's uh i'm glad i don't have that ability mm. i don't think i'd do well with that yeah i you, you know, know separating yeah. yourself from from that kind of stuff is, is yeah. always wild, man. Yeah, and which is, you know, I mean, again, she's, Miranda Death's been dealing with it her entire life, and, and as she said, her kids, you know, have these uh, some sens- sens- sensitivities, and, you know, the one definitely doesn't want it, doesn't deal with it, tries to push it away, and, you know, we've heard that a lot from people who have these kinds of gifts. Yep. That they don't necessarily want to have them. They've, at some point in time, and that's tough, man. It's, yep. it, it, I, I just, I don't even, I can't even fathom what it would really be like. I can't imagine what it'd be like. Um, but then, you know, it, trying to do something good with it, trying to help, be helpful with locating people or, yep. you know, be helpful with uh, communicating, you know, from the other side or other information being, yep. you know, being, taking your gifts and, uh, you know, just being good, being helpful, not trying to take advantage of yep. people think like the well, like that one guy, that uh, the the devil worshiping evil psychic uh, yeah. from Arkansas. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, always got to be sketchy or uh, skeptical about people that are uh, are trying to gain something out of helping. Yeah. Or we've certainly had a lot of charlatans in. Uh, you know, I think that it's one of those deals where when people are offering their services and they do it in a way that is, you know, monetarily uh, easy to afford, let's say, or... Uh, well, I, or, I don't or, even know if or, it's, I'd say that. I think it's if people are offering and they're making more of a production or show of what they're doing. Yeah. Because um, there's plenty, unfortunately... There's plenty of people out there will exploit the people who want help, who want kind of uh, you know, kind of a a, a, a bridge, a connection, past life, yeah. um, you know, or who are in need of you know comfort, uh, you know, or are desperate to know what's happening, you know, where this lost person is, or something like that. Anybody who makes a big production out of it, anybody who's like you know makes a big show out of it. Is you know you got, I don't know you got to be wary because unfortunately like there are a lot of cons. There's a lot of people who are you know um, 
you know, just uh, trying out, just make a quick buck off of other people's yeah. pain and misery. So absolutely. But uh, you know, that's hey, that's the thing for life. Got to be aware and use your skills to, you know, judge people. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. But thank you, Bernadette, for coming on and sharing yes. your stories with it. We can't wait to have you come back. Yep. And uh, we want to get into more stuff with her for sure. And the we want to. Bernadette wanna... is the real deal. We, yep. we, we know that for sure. Absolutely. We want to get into more stuff with you. Head, hit us up. We want to, you to come on the podcast. We want to hang out with you. We want to hear your stories. That's right. We want to hear all about your UFOs, your, you know, it's been in the news. Hey, time to talk now. If you haven't before, everybody's talking, um, you know, get in, get on, get on the soul train uh, or something. Um, but yeah, share your information, share your stories, share, share your experiences, UFOs, ghosts, Bigfoot. We haven't, we haven't had a good Bigfoot in a while or any other, you know, cryptids. We love cryptids. Yeah. Creepy cryptids, man. Um, true crime stories, you know, brushes with, uh, you know, well, like you know, the Green River Killer, like, like Bernadette and her dad had uh you know anything like that you know it doesn't have to be major it doesn't have to be an hour long or three hours long you know if you got a five minute story we still love to hear it and talk to you you know we we uh enjoy the interactions and you know it's the connections that's what we're really um you know our focus is connecting with you as another human being uh or if you are not a human being we will also enjoy connecting to you as well we're not, you know, we're not speciest, really. Um, but uh, if, you know, you got some stories, you've got some experiences or somebody, you know, close to you and your family, your grandparents, or your moms and dads or uncles or whatever, aunts, potentially. Like, we, we like good stories. We, we want to, you know, we're Pokemon in it over here. We want to hear them all, catch them all, whatever, you know. Absolutely. That kind of a thing. Collect them. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, collect them. And, and keep them and present them all shiny and polished here for you. Uh, shiny and polished by by the Smiling Sensei. Uh, and, uh, and then presented here to you, your ear holes, shoving it right in there shove it in i mean you're consenting to have a shove it in so you know there's that you know there's absolutely nice and shiny shoving it in there right right so you know we uh i was gonna say we lube it up with the good times but maybe should draw the line (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully after all of that bumbling uh, you'll join us again next week here on the podcast. Uh, we love you, Weirdsville. It's good to get back into the role of things. It's good to uh, be back sharing this virtual space with my my homie, uh, the Smiling Sensei, and with all of you weird villains out there. Um, uh, uh, X's and O's, hearts and uh, arrows, knots and crosses. Uh, we love you guys. We'll catch you next time. Until then, what was I supposed to say? Um, be safe. Ah, and be weird. As always, if you have a weird story, we want to hear it. If you have a lot of them, we want to hear them all. We can't do this podcast without your invaluable contributions. Whether it's sharing your stories, listening, rating, and spreading the word about the podcast. Thanks for listening. Till next time, be safe.
be weird. The stories presented on the What's Your Weird Story podcast are, to our knowledge, true experiences that our guests have had. We can't take the time to research all claims made, and besides, it's just not as fun.